What is up, you guys? This is the podcast that you did not ask for, but you will receive. I'm your host, Hopeful, and this is Make an Impact. Hello, hello, hello. All right, you guys. This one's going to be a little bit more money-related Kind of. So basically, we're going to kind of be talking about the good old, the American dream. If you work hard, you'll make money. People are rich because they work hard. But nobody can explain why those who do all the actual hard work have no money, right? They're they're always just struggling to make it by, right? right? Like you see, you see the oil field people and they make a lot of money, but they're struggling to get by. Or the construction worker that works 14 hours a day in the blistering cold. He's a hard worker. He should really have a lot of money saved or in the bank, but they don't. They're just struggling to get by. And so I kind of want to talk about the mentality. It's not It's not going to be, you know, dollar signs and numbers, but it is going to be kind of a little bit about money. Because as I did say in my intro, I'm really passionate about financial literacy and I really believe that the only way to destigmatize talking about money is to be the one to actually talk about money. At the end of the day, people are going to say it's rude to talk about money. People are going to say, oh, you know, you shouldn't ask people about money. You shouldn't talk about it. At one point, we were saying that about mental health and look where we have come. We are evolving. Money is no longer a topic that is so taboo we shouldn't talk about it. Because here's the thing, nine out of 10 people are struggling. 91% of the population is not on track and will not be able to retire above the poverty line if they even make it to retirement, okay? People are working until they cannot stand anymore. People are absolutely working their fingers to the bone and leaving this earth with nothing. My mission in life is bigger than financial literacy, but financial literacy is a start because my mission in life is to leave this earth a better place than the way I found it. And the way I found it is broken. I found this earth broken where people don't understand how money works. People don't understand how to get ahead. They have no idea what they're supposed to be doing and nobody is reaching out to them. Nobody is offering to teach them. And that's been the case so far to the point where if someone does reach out, they think it's a scam. They think that someone offering free education is a ploy to gain business or to like scam them out of their money. That's how far down this rabbit hole we've gotten is that people are literally scared to accept free education because we've been without for so long. Now, majority of the time, finance is taught typically in two main places. First one being the home, second one being the bank. Now, I'm all for that. I'm all for teaching about money in the home. But the problem with that is if you don't know a lot about money, do you think that your kids are going to understand a lot if you can't really teach them much? Do you think your kids are going to understand it better than you do, how, however you explain it to them? No, your kids are going to understand it less and less each generation because you didn't have all of the education to pass down to them. And so they're going to take about 90% of it and then they're going to pass that down to their kids and their kids are only going to take about 90% of what they got and so on and so forth. The other option is to go to a bank and ask questions. But here's the thing, 
at the end of the day, a bank is a business. This is not just like a government service provided for us. And people need to really understand that when you're going to a bank, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position because they know that you already have that trust and credibility with them simply because they're a bank. I may be some 24-year-old girl who's in business and has only been working in the financial industry for a couple years now, but I can tell you my intentions are a lot more pure than the financial advisor who gets paid hourly to throw you in an RSP that's going to get you 1% return. Called out. My intentions in sitting down with a client are to educate them first and foremost. If you get educated by me and then you don't choose to go with a product or service by me, that's okay. I don't mind because ultimately my passion is to teach people and to help people. And my passion is being fulfilled just by giving people this free education. Financial literacy is so much more important than we think it is. And it's something that every single parent, like when I'm a parent, my kids will know about money from the time they can talk. Obviously, age appropriate concepts, of course. But my kids will have a financial education from the time they are little to the time they don't listen to me anymore because it's really important. We're expecting our kids to just get by on ever-changing rules, but we're not teaching them the fundamentals. We're not teaching them the basics. We need to teach our children what debt is and what savings are. We need to teach our children the importance of life insurance because maybe they don't need it right now while they're 18 and single, but at one point they're going to be 40 and they're going to need it and they're going to have a house and they're going to have kids and they're going to have debt and they're going to have to either pay more or possibly not even qualify. We don't know what's coming. Life insurance is important. Having an emergency fund is important. Understanding how debt and compound interest works is important. These are things that could really, really change the quality of life for people, yet we are not actively seeking out this information and no one is actively giving it to us. That's where I come in. Now, this isn't just a big long ad for my business, but I do want to throw my business in here because it is genuinely something that could help a lot of people. I give free financial education. I do it virtually or I can set you up with a video if you don't want to meet in person, but free financial education that can genuinely change the course of your life. I am really proud to say that I have a massive impact when I meet with clients. I have a massive impact on their life going forward and that's something I'm really proud to advertise. So even though this isn't just one big long ad, for my business. This is my shameless little plug. Hi, I'm Hope. I'm a financial educator and I would love to connect with you. Please shoot me a message on Instagram, either my personal at ceo.hope or my business one, which is at the Zenith Empire, no spaces, or just like share this with a friend who you think might benefit from it or might benefit from some free education. Okay. Anyways, financial literacy, you guys, That's not just, I know what a credit card is. Financial literacy is understanding the strategies that are available to you and understanding them well enough to make an educated decision about them. If I only know that there's an RSP and a TFSA and the bank tells me the RSP is going to be the one that gives me the tax return, which one do you think I'm going to choose? Probably the RSP because that one sounds better in the moment, right? But there's a lot more to them. 
And I'm not going to go through and give you all a very dry podcast about financial literacy. This is more me speaking on the importance of bringing it to the forefront. Just like we bring mental health issues to the forefront, we need to bring this forward. We need to start addressing it and letting it be normal. We need to normalize knowing about money. We need to normalize talking about money. The wealthy have no problem talking about money because it hasn't been something that's a scarcity mindset for them. It's not because they want to brag. It's not because, well, I mean, sometimes they want to brag. I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but the people I know who are wealthy, when they speak of money, it's never so that they can brag. It's never so that they can boast. As a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. The people who have the most money that I associate with, for example, my business mentor who earns over a million dollars a year, he's one of the most humble people I know. It's not about the money for him. It's about the impact for him. It's about helping change the world for him. It's about helping change a family's life. But he knows the strategies to make his money grow because he has that full financial education. Before I started with this company, before I started with this business, I made decent enough money. I made enough money to pay my bills and then some, but I was always finding myself with nothing at the end of the month. And that was because there was a lot of strategies that I didn't know were available. I too fell into the RRSP trap, right? I'll put my 50 bucks a month into my RRSP so I get a tax return. And then that tax return didn't actually ever get me anything right? Because nobody explained how I was supposed to use it. And then on top of that, I, I, I was going to end up having to pay more taxes later on in life because inflation. And I was in such a low tax bracket that my tax return was hardly anything. So really, I listened to the bank and I got some not great advice, but that banker got a lot of commission off of giving me that bad advice. I like to compare banks to the mechanic who has, you know, the the ditzy blonde girl that walks in and says, oh, I don't know what's wrong with my car. And the mechanic says, oh, well, you need some blinker fluid. We all know blinker fluid doesn't exist, but if she doesn't know, she's going to trust the professional. And banks are doing the same thing because they know that you don't have a financial education. They know that you don't know what you're talking about. They know so much more about how much you don't know than you could even believe. And so it's really easy for them to sell you on a 1% rate of return RRSP or a TFSA that's not really getting you returns, but you're putting money in that they can invest and they can invest it at a 25% profit. When they get that 25% profit, um, have you ever had a bank reach out and say, hey, I know we promised you 1%, but your investments actually did 25. Do you want that 25 or is it cool if we keep it? No, they never reach out to that because that's more profit for them. Regardless of how much profit you make actually as their client, what really matters is profit to them, okay? And so when you see an independent financial broker like myself who works for you, know that I don't make any profit off of reinvesting your money because I don't have access to your money because I'm just a broker. And it's my goal and my job to do the best thing for you because as a broker, I don't get paid that hourly wage. I'm here specifically to help you. And the more happy you are with my service, potentially the more referrals you'll give me, which is the only way I really try to advertise because I want people to know that if they're sitting down with me, it's because somebody told them about an amazing experience they had with me. I'd rather, I'd rather get one referral than 25 hits off of an ad. I want people to know the quality of my business. 
I want my reputation to precede me in, in how amazingly I do business and how I help people. It's not about the wealth. Knowing about wealth and knowing how to create wealth and knowing how to use wealth to build more wealth is really, really important and it can change a lot of lives. And so I encourage you, if you know someone who's looking to build wealth, who's looking to learn more about money, to learn more about how they can operate with money, please, please, I encourage you to find a way to get educated. Reach out to me. I will give you free classes. I will give you free financial literacy classes. Just please get educated because this is something that is so, so much more important than just bringing in a couple clients. Financial literacy is something that is really, really going to shift the world. And we're all being played for fools right now. You need to understand that you are not in control as it currently is. You need to get educated in order to gain that control over your own life. You can have control of your life. You can have freedom of time, whatever you want. You just have to understand how to get there. And as crappy as it is that the world revolves around money, it's, that's just how it is. It's crappy. None of us like it, but we can't change that right now. And the best thing you can do right now is to just really understand how to play the game, really understand how it works, what you're going to do, how you can build that plan, how you can get a better return how you can make sure your money is protected so that if you pass away with all of your savings, it's going to your family and not getting frozen in the government's filters. You have a lot less control of your money than you think you do. And if you don't get the education to change that, you will always, always be in the same position. Look at what's happened now. Take a look at the last five years of your life versus the next five. Based on the last five years, what do you predict for the next five? Because I can tell you the last five years is going to be your average. And that's going to be what's going to show you exactly what the next five is going to look like. Now, is the next five looking exactly like your last five, something you want? Because if it is, that's amazing. But if you're in your next five years, you'd like to maybe increase your income or you'd like to maybe increase your knowledge or be able to grow your own wealth, you need to get this education. You need to talk about finances. You need to talk about money. You need to talk about financial literacy. This is something that we need to start demanding. Schools need to be teaching this. People need to understand the rules of the game that we're all being forced to play. That's it for me, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to my rant. My little, I like to joke around whenever I go on a ramble and say thank you for listening, my, listening to my TED Talk. I don't want to get in trouble for any copyright infringement though. So thank you for listening to my Ned talk. Haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. I hope that you got some value out of this. I hope that maybe I've, I've shifted your perspective a little bit about financial services and financial literacy. I know that financial service industry has a terrible reputation for just being businessmen who want to scam you, but we are changing the industry. My company is completely changing the industry. We are the largest financial distributor in Canada. We're North America wide. We're a massive company. We're backed by huge companies and we have amazing products and services fighting for us. We are trying to change the stigma. We are creating the movement and we're trying to make financial services not a terrible industry 
We're trying to improve the industry again, make it a good industry, a wholesome industry that is out to help people and not to just make a quick profit. But the only way we can do that is by spreading the word and actually destigmatizing what what it means to talk about money, destigmatizing the actual conversation itself about money and financial literacy. We need to bring more awareness. This is a really important topic and I hope that you can share this with a friend or a family member or someone who you might think might find value. I really, really appreciate you guys listening and I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Okay, that's it for me. Bye. And get grateful, you guys. Just remember to get grateful. Get really, really fucking grateful for everything you have.